0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Brand Is You podcast. My name is Robin Savage. I am a copywriter and brand creator, and I am here to change the way you think about branding. I am here to tell you that the niche is dead. And in fact, we're going to take this conversation way beyond what a niche is or how to best copyright or how to attract your soul client. We're actually going to talk about the heart the soul, the impact, the drive, the why, the how of a brand that doesn't only support you financially and get your truth and your voice out there and make you visible in your industry. We're also going to get deep about how to build a true brand that has a lasting impact, how to have service that doesn't only make ripples, but makes waves, how to dive in so deep to your vulnerable leadership that you attract people who are on the same mission as you. We're going to get transparent, we're going to get strategic, and most of all, we're going to get connected as we build a brand that is truly representative of who you are. Welcome to The Brand Is You. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Brand Is You with me, Robin. I hope you're doing well out there. I am recording this on the very first day of spring. Welcome to the season of rebirth. Oh my goodness, I don't know how your winter season has felt. I don't know what you've been moving through and how you've been feeling, but this day for me feels like a really important day to be planting the seeds for what is to come and to be really honoring and integrating everything that was brought to the surface, everything that kind of settled into my body and my bones through the winter, through the winter of healing and sleep and rest and nourishment. And I don't know, today sort of feels like this finalization of a lot of lessons that have been learned, a really big declaration and opportunity to stop repeating some things that I've subconsciously or even consciously been repeating to keep myself safe. So... I spent some time this morning with my journal, as I do, and I wrote down a lot of the things that get to stay in the earth with the winter, a lot of the things that get to melt away with the snow, a lot of the things that get to stay cold, and then I also wrote a list of where I'm going, what's blooming, what's budding, what's coming into season, the colors of it, the feelings, and who I have to be as a leader and a woman in order to really water the soil that's going to allow those things to bloom. So if you're feeling like you're ready for, you know, the start of something new and you're ready for your season to shift, Today, spring equinox or whenever you're listening to this episode of the podcast is a really great time to bring some intentionality to how you desire to move forward from here what type of leadership is required of you to get where you desire to go what type of actions are going to align you with what you want to cultivate more of and what do you got to let go right? What do you have to let go, release, and surrender in order to make more space for that? Because unfortunately, I know none of us want to hear this, but we are limited resources, right? We don't have all the time in the world. We don't have all the energy in the world. We don't have all the money or all the, you know, accessibility to all the things that we want in this exact moment. So we have to be willing to choose. And along with that comes boundaries, discipline, knowing truth honoring conviction like staying in your power around what it is you really want more of so thought i would just start this episode off with this honest conversation about where we're going next we are about to begin q2 The second round of the Branded Mastermind kicks off April 1st. I can't tell you how exciting it is to begin a new cohort that is in such deep alignment with the new season. So our Q1 cohort of the Branded Mastermind was a lot about shaking things up. Realizing what's not working, getting really focused on what we want, talking through strategies and our soul clients and demographic and product suites. And we moved through a lot of conversations, you know, correcting a lot of copy and having big conversations about where people are going and what they're feeling lost within. Now, my vision for the cohort coming up in the Branded Mastermind, and it is not too late for you to join us for Q. Two, the Mastermind runs from April until June. My vision for this cohort coming up is action. Like, I want to see you bloom. I want to see you put a new level of yourself into your work. I want to see you take bold, committed action with a level of conviction that you haven't before. I want you to create sturdiness and steadiness in your foundation. I want your business to feel like something that is supporting you rather than something that you are struggling with and I am really feeling this energy rising up through me. I'm feeling the desire in my clients to take their work to the next level, and I'm feeling super prepared to take you there. So I'm really excited to be bringing this spring energy into both my personal life and into my own business and into work. Now, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about and this is like the whole premise of today's podcast is disappointment as an entrepreneur and how to navigate that because what happens as we begin to approach a new season And as we start to get really clear in these big, imaginative, potential visions for ourselves that pull us out of our comfort zones and into something that might feel incredibly scary or difficult at first to imagine, or honestly, even impossible, what happens is our bodies start to move into protection mode. And we start to say to ourselves like, oh God, that's not possible. Or, oh my gosh, what's going to be required of me in order to make that happen? Can I do that? Do I know enough? Do I have the resources to get me there? And while all of these questions are good, honest questions to ask yourself, and there's no problem with being logical and having these analytical back and forths with yourself, but what's going to happen And you're going to notice this and maybe you're already nodding your head like, oh my gosh, yes, I set a goal and then I hold myself back or I want something and then I come up with a reason why I don't. And what's going to happen over time is you're going to get so good at making up these excuses and finding the reasons not to do something that you never even begin. So the more comfortable we can become with the feeling or the knowing that yes, we are going to experience disappointment and yes, as we start to bloom and chase new dreams and create new things in our businesses and try to bring new visions into our personal lives, well, guess what? There are going to be moments of disappointment. There is going to be failure. There's going to be rejection and resentment towards the things that aren't working and there's gonna be opportunity for you to feel really afraid, but in those moments, and notice that I used the word opportunities, there's going to be opportunities for you to be afraid, and I want you to hear and feel what's coming up for you as we talk about disappointment, rejection, failure, okay, missing the mark, having something not work, investing yourself in something and not getting the specific result or outcome that you thought you wanted, because all of this is part of the journey. All of this is required of you as a leader to get you where you desire to go. It's not all going to be rainbows and sunshine. It's not all going to be cotton candy and butterflies. It's going to be fucking messy. And the more we can accept that from the very beginning and learn to dance with that, the more successful we're going to become. So, Let's dive into this a little bit deeper because there are so many layers to this, okay? So disappointment itself is absolutely inevitable on the entrepreneurial path. It's a huge feeling. It is so uncomfortable to be disappointed. And I'm going to share a personal story with you. So just recently, I ran another workshop. If you've been following me, if you listen to the podcast regularly and you follow me on social media, then you know that I run monthly workshops as part of the business model that I implemented for Robin Savage in 2023. And so I run these monthly workshops and I thought that the registrations for March was at a high. I thought that we had exceeded all of our other, you know, January and February enrollments for paid people inside that workshop. So in my imagination, we had 55 people who had paid. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my ego was so stoked. She was so happy that from January... To February, there was noticeable, recognizable, awesome, celebrated growth. And then I was like, ooh, and from February to March, there is this other huge leap of noticeable, recognizable, celebratory growth. This is so awesome. And my ego was so connected to this idea, like it's working, it's working, it's working. People like it. People love it. I felt validated. I felt seen. I felt like, fuck yeah, I know what I'm doing. I'm a businesswoman CEO. Well, Guess what? Halfway through, (laughs) halfway through that live workshop, I had this knowing, like, oh my gosh, I just realized that I gifted this workshop to the women inside my branded mastermind, which means there's 20 women inside the space that haven't paid. So all of a sudden, these 55 people paid went to 35 people, which is amazing. You know, still super fantastic celebratory, awesome, but my ego was so crushed. And I started to really look at this. I mean, there are a few things that happened. I had this realization in the middle of the workshop. So I was live. For those of you who were there with me live, it was an incredible workshop. We went through your content pillars, brand stories. You got a ton of resources. So it was a really full, awesome workshop. And I had to hold the energy of disappointment and leadership and teaching in the same moment. So in the same moment that I recognize, oh my gosh, you didn't get the result that you wanted or thought. You didn't have that incredible celebratory growth outcome that you were so proud of moments ago. So in one hand, I'm holding this like, Oh my gosh, like someone just punched me in the gut because I realized I'm not as good as I thought I was. (laughs) It's like, bah, bah, bah. And then on the other hand, I'm like, but I have this room full of 30 people live with me who have invested, who are happy to be here and who I'm really giving my all to. So. This is a great example, and I'm sharing this with you from a vulnerable place, a real place, because here's the thing that you're always going to be faced with, that I am still faced with, you know, is which one of those hands that holds these two emotions, the disappointment and the, oh my God, this is amazing. Which hand am I going to give the power to? Which emotion, the disappointment or the pride, the leader in me or the sad little girl in me, which one of those emotions and feelings gets to lead? Which one gets to drive? Which one gets to take me to the next place that I want to go? Because here's where this gets really important. Okay, if I give the power to the disappointment, then what are the chances I'm hosting another workshop in April? If I give the power to the disappointment, then what are the chances that I show up and continue on hosting that workshop to the best of my ability and giving my all to the women who are in the room? If I give my power to that disappointment, then what are the chances that I sell anything later that day, that I write a badass post, that I show up on face stories? What are the chances that I deliver a really clear, confident, articulate message if I'm in the emotion and energy of disappointment? Slim to none. Okay. Slim to none. Now, on the other hand, what happens when I give the power to the pride, the confidence, the trust that this is working, even when it doesn't appear to me, when I give my energy, when I give the power to the feeling of let's keep going, of resiliency, of strength, of my real ability and capability to lead. And to pivot and to try again and to keep going, to continue to be innovative and creative and to be at the forefront of my industry. What happens then? Well, then I open up the opportunity to learn. I open up the opportunity to try again. I open up the opportunity to keep going. And this is something that I see so often. I see disappointment prevent entrepreneurs from doing great things. Now, I know a lot of entrepreneurs who could do incredible things in this world for their communities if they didn't let the fear of disappointment stop them. Now, listen to this sentence again. I know a lot of entrepreneurs who could do incredible things in their communities and within their industries if they didn't let the fear of disappointment stop them. It's not even that they actually feel the disappointment, it's that they fear feeling the disappointment. Because what happens if I give that power back to the disappointment in my example of the workshop when I recognize I had 20 less paying registrations than I thought I did, when I give that power back to the disappointment and I say, oh, fuck it, this isn't working, No one likes these workshops. They're low paying. There's less people than I thought I had. It must not be a good offer. It must not be working. What happens when I give my power to that? I likely trash my business model, start again, try and reinvent the wheel, pause, take a month off, try and figure it out. And I stop because I'm afraid of feeling disappointed again. What happens on the other hand, my loves, when I give the power, to the leader within me, the creative and innovative version of me. Well, I look at all of the evidence that I have and I say, okay, there were 30 people in the January workshop There were 55 people in the February workshop. There were 40 people in the March workshop. Okay, amazing. These are $55 offers that are bringing in four figures. Here's what I would do. I would take that four figures of income that's coming in and I would look at how much money it costs my business to run that workshop okay, it cost me $1,000 in marketing and staffing in hours, et cetera, to run that workshop. So if I'm making $4,000 or 2000 no, say I'm making $2,000 and it cost me $1,000 and I'm still profiting $1,000. What are the other things that's happening aside from that $1,000 profit? Well, I'm bringing new people into my world. I'm supporting my brand value of having inclusive, Pricing and accessible ways for people to get this high level coaching. So, I'm checking off two brand values of inclusivity and accessibility. I'm bringing new people into my world, which means I'm growing my audience, giving more people access to my work, which means they're coming into my product suite, which means not only are they on my email list, but they're also getting a taste of my work that happens inside of these spaces. So, those people I know based on my business's retention rates that those people are more more likely to continue working with me, to continue to invest in March, half of the people who are in my March workshop were also in my February workshop. So I had a 50% retention rate, which is like unheard of. When I zoom out and I take the power away from the disappointment, I start to use my analytical mind rather than my emotions to see what's actually happening. I recognize, hey, that feeling of disappointment is real. I did feel disappointed. I mean, I thought I had 55 people live with me and, and who had paid to be there, and it ended up to be 30. Of course, I'm disappointed, but that's okay because that doesn't mean it's not working. So we need to give validity to the feeling without letting it be the truth of what's actually happening in the reality of the facts, the real facts of what is it taking place in front of us. So now I look ahead at April and I say, okay, the February and the March workshops were sort of close in content, okay? Maybe I was sort of speaking to the same people. Maybe I've taught brand stories so many times before for years. Maybe a lot of the people in my audience have already done that work with me. Okay, so now I'm going to look ahead at April and I'm going to say, all right, my business model is to run a monthly workshop. I want to use those workshops to bring new people into my world. What do I need to do? I also want to have 60 people this month. I want to double the amount of paying registrants inside that workshop. So what am I going to do differently? I'm going to really switch up the topic, okay? I'm going to do something that's like I know my audience really wants for me that is on on a different side of the spectrum from brand messaging, content pillars, and, you know, finding your core message. So I've been talking a lot about that. So I'm going to do something on the other side of the spectrum that's going to appeal to people in a different way, okay, from a different perspective. I'm also going to look at the amount of money that I'm paying to put into these workshops. So if one of my goals is to increase the profit margins on this workshop, well, maybe I'll skip paying for branding on the next workshop and see what I can make on my own and see if doing the workshop for a month without the fancy stories and without the fancy branding actually impacts the sales at all because maybe that fancy branding isn't contributing to the sales so i'm going to reduce my cost and change the branding strategy slightly with the aesthetics and imagery to simplify to save money there which will increase my profitability even if i have the same number of people register for the workshop. See? So I can now start to look at how to move forward differently to create progress, to create growth, to create new results based on what I'm actually seeing when I don't let disappointment run the show. I don't want disappointment to stop you, but it does. And it happens. All the time, we get down on ourselves, we feel so low and so beaten up by our businesses and our ideas, and that disappointment can become compounded with other emotions like embarrassment, shame, and negative self-talk, and what ends up happening is that we dig ourselves into these deep holes. In other words, you kind of bury yourself, Right? You prolong your ability to be creatively inspired again. You leak confidence like a garden house, like your confidence just is gone. Right? And you wind up feeling like a beginner all over again, but it doesn't need to be that way. Okay. It doesn't need to feel like you're starting at the very beginning when something doesn't go the way that you thought it was going, you actually have been given so much opportunity to see things differently, because you've moved through a full process, you've moved through a launch, you've moved through, you know, a month of doing things a certain way, or selling a course in, you know, a specific way, you've done three months of social media a specific way, whatever it is that you've done, and now it's completed, and maybe you feel disappointment, but you also have the opportunity to learn. And we need to not forget that. And we need to not unconsciously give our power to that disappointment and prevent ourselves from moving forward, from taking those next steps, because this is what it means to be an entrepreneur. Disappointment will always be present. Disappointment will always be there. I've had, you know, a six figure first quarter in my business. And that's, you know, to some standards, really great, like sales revenues of, you know, six figures in Q1 of a new brand that's just pivoted and has a new core message. And there's a lot to be proud of in there. And there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn, a lot of opportunities and I'm constantly faced with disappointment constantly, even at this level. So it's always present in our journey. And it's what we choose to do with that, that's going to allow us to grow or prevent us from getting where we want to go. So I want to invite you to move through disappointment with this sequence that has been really supportive for me say a launch fails or a really super badass reel that you make actually, in fact, does not go viral and you don't hit your income goal for the month. Okay. And you're feeling like, wah, wah, wah. Where do I go from here? Number one, like name the feeling that is disappointing. I feel disappointed. Okay. Name the feeling that you're feeling. Number two, Just let this feeling be neutral rather than labeling the disappointment as bad or making it mean something about yourself. Just let the disappointment be a neutral feeling. Oh, I feel disappointed. Number three, allow yourself to really feel that. A lot of times when we feel these negative feelings, we don't actually want to let them sink into the fiber of our being. But when we do that, when we just let the feeling like skim over the surface, We don't actually process that feeling, so we're not actually inviting ourselves to get comfortable with the feeling. You've got to really feel the feeling of disappointment in order to teach yourself that it is safe to feel disappointed. It's normal and important to allow yourself to be let down and to not bypass how much you care about the work that you're doing, okay? Number four, look at the lesson that's available to learn. When you're ready, when the feeling has passed, when you're like, okay, I'm disappointed and I'm disappointed and I'm going to move on from here. Let's start to look at the lessons. Okay. So when the emotion has subsided or shifted, use your logical brain to get curious. What happened? What didn't work? What did work? What changes could I make to change the outcome next time? Remember that the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing over and over again and expecting the same result. So the only mistake you can make as an entrepreneur is expecting things to be different next week or next month or next quarter when you continue to do the same thing over and over and over again without paying attention to the pivots that are Really asking to be made or really required for you to make the growth. Okay. Number five, apply the changes that could be made. Take new and different actions, just like I said. Number six, above anything and everything, try again. If I didn't host another workshop in April, I'd never reach my goal of having a hundred people in each one of those workshops. I've got to be willing to try again. You've got to be willing to try again. Number seven, rinse and repeat this cycle over and over and over again for the duration of your lifespan as an entrepreneur. Why? Why are you going to repeat this? Because as long as you are growing and staying creative in your work, there will always, always, always be things that do not go the way you planned. Feeling disappointment, my friends, does not mean that you're failing. Okay? feeling disappointment means you're one of the ones who's brave enough to keep trying. So I hope that this episode encourages you to keep going. I'd love to see you inside the Branded Mastermind for Q2. We begin on April 6th. You can find the link to the Mastermind in the show notes. If you do not want to do this alone, one of my best tools, best hidden secrets that you can't see out there is having a team who supports me through my own disappointment. And on the day of that workshop, that looked like a lot of processing with my team and being able to talk through that, So the Branded Mastermind is a great place to be coached through your disappointment, to be held accountable to your true desire to keep going, to shift your power, to stay in your confidence, even when things may not be working the way that you thought they should be. So come into the Branded Mastermind. This quarter is going to be all about progress, movement, and taking those actions that are truly going to get you where you desire to go can find that link in our show notes. Stay tuned for the April workshop because you better believe it's going to be better than ever. And I'm really excited to be connecting with all of you in whatever space and capacity I can. So help me grow the Brand Is You podcast. If this episode triggered something positive within you, if it made you think a different way, if it taught you anything at all to support you on your journey, I would be so, so grateful if you shared any episode that you listen to of the brand is you podcast to your social media you can take a screenshot right now and share it on instagram tag me at robin underscore savage so that the world can start having these conversations and we can support other entrepreneurs who have big visions and big impact to have in the world you can also leave a review or follow my podcast on spotify or apple podcasts to be notified every week when a new episode drops I love you so much. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so thankful to be able to have these conversations and do this work in the world. I do know that it's so important that we're able to be the brand and know that the brand is us so that we can get our work, our voices, our craft, our services, our skills into our communities and out in the world to make real tangible change. I love you and I'll see you again next week right here on the Brand Is You podcast. Ciao.